The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Hey, it's Tuesday. Good news day. Good morning. I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Tuesday, February 15th, 2022. Tuesday of the sixth week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is St. Claude de la Colombière. Born in 1641, he showed remarkable preaching skills long before his ordination in 1675. Two months later, he was made superior of a small Jesuit residence in Burgundy, It was there he first encountered St. Margaret Mary Alacoque. For many years, he served as her confessor. He was sent to England to serve as confessor to the Duchess of York. He preached by both words and example of his holy life, converting a number of Protestants. Tensions arose against Catholics, and Claude was imprisoned. He was ultimately banished, but by then his health had been ruined. St. Claude de Colombier died in 1682. St. Claude, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for religious sisters and consecrated women, thanking them for their mission and their courage. May they continue to find new responses to the challenges of our times. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today's Gospel takes place during a boat trip that Jesus took with his disciples. It's a common scene in the Gospels that he would travel with them by boat, crossing especially the Sea of Galilee or the Lake of Tiberias, as it's also known. And we can imagine that the apostles and some other disciples who were with them would look forward to those trips, barring a storm or some other unfortunate situation, high winds or something like that. They were peaceful times. They were times of rest and relaxation with our Lord when they could talk to him and he would tell them things. Now they had forgotten to bring bread, we read from the Gospel of Mark, and they had only one loaf with them in the boat. And he cautioned them saying, take heed, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. And they discussed it with one another saying, We have no bread. Jesus, you're trying to warn them of the spiritual leaven 
of the Pharisees, the spiritual leaven of Herod, the effect of a certain way of thinking and acting on their souls. And they mistakenly think that you're referring to their only having brought one loaf of bread with them in the boat. We have no bread, they say. And Jesus goes on to rebuke them for their lack of trust in him. They think that he's upset, as we just mentioned, for not bringing bread. And Jesus reacts to this by chiding them for their lack of trust in him, that they don't trust him to take care of them. Even though they've seen his power, they've seen his concern for the hunger of the crowds. And they're his disciples. They discussed it with one another, saying, We have no bread. And being aware of it, Jesus said to them, Why do you discuss the fact that you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, do you not hear? And do you not remember? When I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? They said to him, Twelve. And the seven for the four thousand? How many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? And they said to him, seven. And he said to them, Do you not yet understand? Jesus, you're referring here to those wonderful miracles of the multiplication of the loaves and fishes, in which your compassion for the crowd led you to perform this wonderful miracle of superabundance, multiplying bread, multiplying fish. So the whole crowd was fed and there were these baskets full of leftovers. And seeing the disciples think that you're upset because they only brought with them one loaf of bread, this leads you, Jesus, to be miffed and upset with their lack of trust in you. Didn't they see what you had done for the crowds? Didn't they see your power? Almost like the act of creation to bring something out of nothing. Jesus kept making more and more bread somehow miraculously out of just a few loaves. The disciples' lack of trust hurts our Lord. He seems personally offended by it. Didn't you see what I've done for the crowds? Don't you know what I could do for you? Why are you worried about only having one loaf of bread? What's wrong with you? Haven't you learned to trust me yet? This was one of the messages that St. Faustina of the Divine Mercy shared with the world from Jesus that distrust on the part of believers, a lack of trust in, in God's providence and God's mercy and God's power really personally hurts our Lord. He, he's offended by it. He takes it personally. How painfully distrust of my goodness wounds me, he told St. Faustina. How painfully distrust of my goodness wounds me. Sins of distrust wound me most painfully. And in another passage, he told her, Oh, how much I am hurt by a soul's distrust. Such a soul professes that I am holy and just, but does not believe that I am mercy and does not trust in my goodness. Even the devils believe in my justice, but do not glorify my goodness. My heart rejoices in this title of mercy. Oh, how much I am hurt by a soul's distrust. How painfully distrust of my goodness wounds me. Lord Jesus, I'm sorry, and we're sorry, for our lacks of trust in you. I'm sorry, Lord, for losing 
my peace so easily over trifles that if I believed in your providence and truly believed in your goodness and your power, it wouldn't bother me at all. I would just abandon them to your care and then keep trying to do your will and keep praying. And aren't we too in the situation of the disciples? Jesus calls to their mind his goodness towards them and towards others. Don't you remember what I did for you and for the whole crowd when there was no food? How can you be fretting and worried now, thinking that I'm upset by this small lack on your part, this small forgetfulness on your part? Because the truth of the matter is, Lord, that in my life, Jesus, you've already taken care of me so many times. In my personal history, Jesus, you've already solved so many problems. In the course of my Christian vocation and my walk with you, you've already taken care of so many things that perhaps I thought were insoluble, problems or attitudes that I thought would never change, situations that I had no idea how I would come through and get out of. And yet I did, Lord, because of you, with your help, Jesus. And yet I forget that, like the apostles forget these great miracles. And the greatest proof of Jesus' love for us, Pope Francis says this in his first encyclical, which was drafted in part by Pope Benedict before Pope Francis became Pope. The Pope's right there. The greatest proof of the reliability of Christ's love for us is found in Jesus dying on the cross. And so Jesus can say to all of us, how can you not trust me? Look how much I love you. Look how much I've done for you. I created the whole world out of nothing. I created your soul out of nothing and infused it into your tiny body in your mother's womb. I redeemed you and forgave you on the cross. I Gave you baptism if you are a baptized Christian listening to this. I brought you into the church. I've forgiven your sins. I've given you my body in the Eucharist. What more do I have to do to earn your trust? What more could I ever do to earn your trust? Do you not remember? We go to Our Lady, Virgin Most Faithful. Virgin, we could say most trustful of God. Our Lady, our Mother, pray for us when we come across difficult patches in our life, times when we're tempted not to trust God, times when we're tempted by the leaven of the Pharisees, when we don't trust God's help, we tend to help ourselves in the wrong way. We tend to try to grab control or autonomy on our own to fix our own problems. Our Lady, our Mother, Help us precisely in those times when our faith is tested to remember, to remember all of God's mercies towards us and to rest peacefully in his care for us. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect, my Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, Intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour on Daybreak. 
It's daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday, February 15th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. The day begins now, the liturgical day. We join the whole church in prayer as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, our mighty God. Come, let us worship the Lord, our mighty God. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Surrender to God, and He will do everything for you. Surrender to God, and and He will do everything for you. Do not fret because of the wicked. 
Do not envy those who do evil, for they wither quickly like grass and fade like the green of the fields. If you trust in the Lord and do good, then you will live in the land and be secure. If you find your delight in the Lord, He will grant your heart's desire. Commit your life to the Lord. Trust in Him and He will act, so that your justice breaks forth like the light, your cause like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait in patience. Do not fret at the man who prospers, a man who makes evil plots to bring down the needy and the poor. Calm your anger and forget your rage. Do not fret, it only leads to evil, for those who do evil shall perish. The patient shall inherit the land. A little longer, and the wicked shall have gone. Look at his place, he is not there. But the humble shall own the land and enjoy the fullness of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Surrender to God, and and He will do everything for you. Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. The Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Turn Turn away away from from evil. Learn to do God's will. And the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. The wicked man plots against the just and gnashes his teeth against him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is at hand. The sword of the wicked is drawn. His bow is bent to slaughter the upright. Their sword shall pierce their own hearts, and their bows shall be broken to pieces. The just man's few possessions are better than the wicked man's wealth. For the power of the wicked shall be broken, and the Lord will support the just. He protects the lives of the upright. Their heritage will last forever. They shall not be put to shame in evil days. In time of famine, their food shall not fail. But all the wicked shall perish, and all the enemies of the Lord. They are like the beauty of the meadows. They shall vanish. They shall vanish like smoke. The wicked man borrows without repaying, but the just man is generous and gives. Those blessed by the Lord shall own the land, but those he has cursed shall be destroyed. The Lord guides the steps of a man and makes safe the path of one he loves. Though he stumble, he shall never fall. For the Lord holds him by the hand. I was young, and now I am old. But I have never seen the just man forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. All the day he is generous and lends, and his children become a blessing. Then turn away from evil and do good, and you shall have a home forever. For the Lord loves justice and will never forsake his friends. 
The unjust shall be wiped out forever, and the children of the wicked destroyed. The just shall inherit the land, there they shall live forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Turn Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. And the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in His way. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in His way. The just man's mouth utters wisdom, and his lips speak what is right. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps shall be saved from stumbling. The wicked man watches for the just and seeks occasion to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his power, nor let him be condemned when he is judged. Then wait for the Lord, keep to his way. It is he who will free you from the wicked, raise you up to possess the land, and see the wicked destroyed. I have seen the wicked triumphant, towering like a cedar of Lebanon. I passed by again. He was gone. I searched. He was nowhere to be found. See the just man. Mark the upright. For the peaceful man a future lies in store. But sinners shall all be destroyed. No future lies in store for the wicked. The salvation of the just comes from the Lord, their stronghold in time of distress. The Lord helps them and delivers them and saves them, for their refuge is in Him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. You proclaim the poor to be blessed, Lord Jesus, for the kingdom of heaven is given to them. Fill us generously with your gifts. Teach us to put our trust in the Father and to seek his kingdom first of all, rather than imitate the powerful and envy the rich. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in his way. Teach me goodness and holy wisdom, for I have put my trust in your guidance. From the Book of Proverbs Does wisdom not call and understanding raise her voice? On the top of the heights along the road, at the crossroads, she takes her stand. By the gates, at the approaches of the city, in the entryways, she cries out aloud, To you, O men, I call. My appeal is to the children of men. You simple ones, gain resource. You fools, gain sense. I, wisdom, dwell with experience and judicious knowledge I attain. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Pride, arrogance, the evil way, and the perverse mouth I hate. Mine are counsel and advice. Mine is strength. I am understanding. By me kings reign and lawgivers establish justice. By me princes govern and nobles, all the rulers of the earth. Those who love me, 
I also love, and those who seek me find me. With me are riches and honor, enduring wealth and prosperity. My fruit is better than gold, yes, than pure gold, and my revenue than choice silver. On the way of duty I walk, along the paths of justice, granting wealth to those who love me and filling their treasuries. The Lord begot me, the firstborn of his ways, the forerunner of his prodigies of long ago. From of old I was poured forth at the first before the earth. When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no fountains or springs of water, before the mountains were settled into place, before the hills, I was brought forth. Well, as yet the earth and the fields were not made, not the first clods of the world. When he established the heavens, I was there. When he marked out the vault over the face of the deep. When he made firm the skies above. When he fixed fast the foundations of the earth. When he set for the sea its limit, so that the waters should not transgress his command. Then was I beside him as his craftsman, and I was his delight day by day, playing before him all the while, playing on the surface of his earth, and I found delight in the sons of men. So now, O oh children, listen to me. Instruction and wisdom do not reject. Happy the man who obeys me, and happy those who keep my ways. Happy the man watching daily at my gates, waiting at my doorposts, for he who finds me finds life and wins favor from the Lord. But he who misses me harms himself. All who hate me love death. The Word of the Lord In the beginning, before he made the earth, the Lord created me. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Lord created me. A reading from the Discourses Against the Arians by St. Athanasius, Bishop. The only begotten Son, the wisdom of God, created the entire universe. Scripture says, you have made all things by your wisdom, and the earth is full of your creatures. Yet simply to be was not enough. God also wanted his creatures to be good. That is why he was pleased that his own wisdom should descend to their level and impress upon each of them singly and upon all of them together a certain resemblance to their model. It would then be manifest that God's creatures shared in his wisdom and that his works were worthy of him. For as the word we speak is an image of the word who is God's Son, so also is the wisdom implanted in us an image of the wisdom who is God's Son. It gives us the ability to know and understand, and so makes us capable of receiving him who is the all-creative wisdom, through whom we can come to know the Father. Whoever has the Son has the Father also, Scripture says, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. And so, since this image of the wisdom of God has been produced in us and in all creatures, the true and creative wisdom rightly takes to himself 
what applies to his image and says, The Lord created me in his works. But because the world was not wise enough to recognize God in his wisdom, as we have explained it, God determined to save those who believe by means of the foolish message that we preach. Not wishing to be known any longer as in former times through the mere image and shadow of his wisdom, existing in creatures, he caused the true wisdom himself to take flesh, to become man, and to suffer death on the cross, so that all who believed in him might be saved by faith. Yet this was the same wisdom of God who had in the beginning revealed himself and his Father through himself by means of his image in creatures, which is why wisdom too is said to be created. Later, as John declares, that wisdom who is also the Word became flesh, and after destroying the power of death and saving our race, he revealed himself and his Father through himself with greater clarity. Grant, he prayed, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. So now the whole earth is filled with the knowledge of God, since it is one and the same thing to know the Father through the Son, and to know the Son who comes from the Father. The Father rejoices in his Son, and with the same joy the Son delights in the Father, and says, I was his joy. Every day I took delight in his presence. Since you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, live your life in union with him. For For in in him the the fullness fullness of the the Godhead dwells dwells in bodily form. You have only one teacher, the Christ. For For in in him the fullness of the Godhead dwells in bodily form. Let us pray. O God, who teach us that you abide in hearts that are just and true, grant that we may be so fashioned by your grace as to become a dwelling place pleasing to you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. 24 minutes before the hour, and we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes. Also in conversation with God and morning prayer, coming up on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, February 15th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord uses once again the metaphor of leaven, and he tells his disciples there is good leaven and bad leaven. It's from the eighth chapter of the Gospel of Mark. Now they had forgotten to bring bread, and they had only one loaf with them in the boat. Take heed. Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. The disciples discussed it with one another. We have no bread. Why do you discuss the fact that you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, do you not hear? And do you not remember? When I broke the five loaves, 
for the 5,000. How many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? 12. And the seven for the 4,000. How many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? Seven. Do you not yet understand? This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are right there on the Relevant Radio app. The Church is the mystical body of Christ, and it's our duty to pray for the Church every day. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. Each day, we should give pride of place in our prayers to the needs of the Roman Pontiff in his task of service to the Universal Church and to the help he has given by his most immediate cooperators. The Vicar of Christ must bear a crushing burden in his paternal concern for us all. It is not hard to see from the press and the other media what opposition there is from the enemies of the faith. If we really think about it, in the presence of God and become more aware of the pressures exerted by those who detest the apostolic zeal of Christians and are opposed to the evangelizing task which the Pope is constantly encouraging, we shall fervently ask God in our prayers to preserve the Roman pontiff, to breathe his divine life into him, to make him holy and fill him with his gifts, and to safeguard him. In the Gospel of today's Mass, our Lord warns his disciples to be on the watch and to be aware of an insidious influence. Eleven, he calls it, that of the Pharisees and Herod. He is not referring to the good leaven his disciples must be, but to that other leaven which is not less capable of transforming the batch from within, but only to corrupt it. The hypocrisy of the Pharisees and the disordered life of Herod, who was motivated solely by personal ambition, was the bad leaven that would infect the mass of Israel and corrupt it. We have the agreeable duty of asking every day for all faithful Christians to act as a true leaven in the midst of a world that is turned away from God, but which the church can't save. This time is a time of trial. And we have to ask God with an unfailing cry that he should bring the trial to an end. We ask him to look with mercy on his church and to grant once more supernatural light to the souls of his shepherds and of all the faithful. We cannot ignore this filial duty towards our mother, the church, in her mysterious need for help and protection. She is a mother. A mother should be loved. The corrupting leaven of adulterated doctrine and bad example propagated and magnified by those with an axe to grind has caused great harm to souls. When we meet up with false doctrines or are confronted with scandalous situations, we must ask ourselves, what have I done to spread good doctrine? How do I fulfill my professional duties? What do I do to help my children, my brothers, my friends to know the teachings of Jesus Christ? What prayer and mortification do I offer up for the church? Many people pray each day in the Mass, in the Rosary, and in other ways for all the pastors of the Church of God, together with the Pope and the bishops. We should do so too. There is a very ancient prayer that the faithful can use to pray for the bishop of the diocese they happen to be in. The pastors of the Church are always in great need of divine help in order to carry out their mission. We have the responsibility of helping them. 
So we ask God to sustain them and help them to tend his flock with divine fortitude and with the gentleness and sublime wisdom that comes from heaven. Every day in the Mass, with these or other words taken from one of the Eucharistic prayers, the priest prays, We come to you, Father, with praise and thanksgiving. We ask you to accept and bless these gifts we offer you in sacrifice. We offer them for your holy Catholic Church. Watch over it, Lord, and guide it and grant it peace and unity throughout the world. We offer them for our Pope, for our Bishop, and for all who hold and teach the Catholic faith that comes to us from the Apostles. Thus, we remember the intentions of the Pope and the bishops. We pray for the priests and religious and for the whole people of God. We also pray for those most in need in the mystical body of Christ, thus living in a natural way the dogma of the communion of saints. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, Time to pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Send forth your light and your truth. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Defend me, O God, and plead my cause against a godless nation. From deceitful and cunning men, rescue me, O God. Since you, O God, are my stronghold, why have you rejected me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? O send forth your light and your truth. Let these be my guide. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. And I will come to the altar of God, the God of my joy. My Redeemer, I will thank you on the harp, O God, 
my God. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in, in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Father, source of everlasting light, send forth your truth into our hearts and pour over us the brightness of your light. Lord, Lord send, send forth, forth your, your light and, and your, your truth. Lord, keep us safe all the days of our lives. Lord, keep, keep us, us safe all the days of our lives. Once I said, In the noontime of life I must depart to the gates of the netherworld where I shall be consigned for the rest of my years. I said, I shall see the Lord no more in the land of the living. No longer shall I behold my fellow men among those who dwell in the world. My dwelling, like a shepherd's tent, is struck down and borne away from me. You have folded up my life like a weaver who severs the last thread. Day and night you give me over to torment. I cry out until the dawn. Like a lion he breaks all my bones. Day and night you give me over to torment. Like a swallow I utter shrill cries. I moan like a dove. My eyes grow weak, gazing heavenward. O Lord, I am in straits. Be my surety. You have preserved my life from the pit of destruction. When you cast behind your back all my sins. For it is not the netherworld that gives you thanks, nor death that praises you. Neither do those who go down into the pit await your kindness. The living, the living give you thanks, as I do today. Fathers declare to their sons, O God, your faithfulness. The Lord is our Savior. We shall sing to stringed instruments in the house of the Lord all the days of our life. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is, is now, now, and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, keep, keep us, us safe all the days of our life. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you, our praise is due in Zion, O God. To you, we pay our vows, you who hear our prayer. To you, all flesh will come with its burden of sin. Too heavy for us are offenses, but you wipe them away. Blessed is he whom you choose and call to dwell in your courts. We are filled with the blessings of your house, of your holy temple. You keep your pledge with wonders, O God, our Savior, the hope of all the earth and of far distant isles. 
You uphold the mountains with your strength. You are girded with power. You still the roaring of the seas, the roaring of their waves and the tumult of the peoples. The ends of the earth stand in awe at the sight of your wonders. The lands of sunrise and sunset you fill with your joy. You care for the earth. Give it water. You fill it with riches. Your river in heaven brims over to provide its grain. And thus you provide for the earth. You drench its furrows. You level it, soften it with showers. You bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness. Abundance flows in your steps. In the pastures of the wilderness it flows. The hills are girded with joy. The meadows covered with flocks. The valleys are decked with wheat. They shout for joy. Yes, they sing. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, hope of all the earth, hear the humble prayer of your children as we sing your praises. Pour out your Spirit on us so that our lives may bear fruit abundantly. To you, O God, our our praise is due in Zion. A reading from 1 Thessalonians You are not in the dark, brothers, that the day should catch you off guard like a thief. No, all of you are children of light and of the day. We belong neither to darkness nor to night. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Dawn finds me watching, crying out for you. All my trust is in your promise. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, save us from the hands of all who hate us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, 
The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, save us from the hands of all who hate us. Let us bless our Savior who enlightens the world by his resurrection. Let us humbly beg him. Keep us, Lord, on your path. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Lord Jesus, we honor your resurrection in our morning prayer. The hope of your glory enlightens our day. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Accept, Lord, our prayers and petitions. As the first fruits of our day. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Grant that we may progress today in your love. And that all things may work together for our good and the good of all. Keep Keep us, us, Lord, on your path. Make our light shine so brightly before men. That seeing our good works, they may give glory to the Father. Keep Keep us, Lord, on your path. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord Jesus Christ, true light of the world. You guide all mankind to salvation. Give us the courage, strength, and grace to build a world of justice and peace ready for the coming of that kingdom. You live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Another Tuesday has begun, and it's your responsibility to go out and share the good news now. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn, Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.